Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We are reading today Jeremiah chapters 23 through 25. What sorrow awaits the leaders of my people, the shepherds of my sheep? For they have destroyed and scattered the very ones they were expected to care for, says the Lord. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says to these shepherds. Instead of caring for my flock and leading them to safety, you have deserted them and driven them to destruction. Now I will pour out judgment on you for the evil you have done to them. But I will gather together the remnant of my flock from the countries where I have driven them. I will bring them back to their own sheepfold, and they will be fruitful and increase in number. Then I will appoint reasonable shepherds who will care for them, and they will never be afraid again. Not a single one will be lost or missing. I, the Lord, have spoken. For the time is coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up a righteous descendant from King David's line. He will be a king who rules with wisdom. He will do what is just and right throughout the land. And this will be his name. The Lord is our righteousness. In that day, Judah will be saved and Israel will live in safety. In that day, says the Lord, When people are taking an oath, they will no longer say, As surely as the Lord lives, who rescued the people of Israel from the land of Egypt, instead they will say, As surely as the Lord lives, who brought the people of Israel back to their own land from the land of the north and from the countries to which he had exiled them. Then they will live in their own land." My heart is broken because of the false prophets, and my bones tremble. I stagger like a drunkard, like someone overcome by wine. Because of the holy words the Lord has spoken against them, for the land is full of adultery, and it lies under a curse. The land itself is in mourning, its wilderness pastures are dried up, for they all do evil and abuse what power they have. Even the priests and the prophets are ungodly, wicked men. I have seen their despicable acts right here in my own temple, says the Lord. Therefore the paths they take will become slippery, they will be chased through the dark, and there they will fall. For I will bring disaster upon them at the time fixed for their punishment. I, the Lord, have spoken. I saw what the prophets of Samaria were terribly evil. For they prophesied in the name of Baal and led my people of Israel to sin. But now I see that the prophets of Jerusalem are even worse. They commit adultery and love dishonesty. They encourage those who are doing evil so that no one turns away from their sins. These prophets are as wicked as the people of Sodom and Gomorrah once were. 
Therefore, this is what the Lord of heaven's army says concerning the prophets. I will feed them with bitterness and give them poison to drink, for it is because of Jerusalem's prophets that wickedness has filled this land. This is what the Lord of heaven's army says to his people. Do not listen to these prophets when they prophesy to you, filling you with futile hopes. They are making up everything they say. They do not speak for the Lord. They keep saying to those who despise my word, Don't worry. The Lord says you will have peace. And to those who stubbornly follow their own desires, they say, No harm will come your way. Have any of these prophets been in the Lord's presence to hear what he is really saying? Has even one of them cared enough to listen? Look, the Lord's anger bursts out like a storm, a whirlwind that swirls down on the heads of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will will not diminish until it has finished all he has planned. In the days to come, you will understand all this very clearly. I have not sent these prophets Yet they run around claiming to speak for me. I have given them no message, yet they go on prophesying. If they had stood before me and listened to me, they would have spoken my words, and they would have turned my people from their evil ways and deeds. Am I a God who is only close at hand, says the Lord? No, I am far away at the same time. Can anyone hide from me in a secret place? Am I not everywhere in all the heavens and the earth, says the Lord? I have heard these prophets say, Listen to the dream I had from God last night. And then they proceed to tell lies in my name. How long will this go on? If they are prophets, they are prophets of deceit, inventing everything they say. By telling these false dreams, they are trying to get my people to forget me just as their ancestors did by worshiping the idols of Baal. Let these false prophets tell their dreams. But let my true messengers faithfully proclaim my every word. There is a difference between straw and grain. Does not my word burn like fire, says the Lord? Is it not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock to pieces? Therefore, says the Lord, I am against these prophets who steal messengers, messages from each other and claim they are from me. I am against these smooth-tongued prophets who say, This prophecy is from the Lord. I am against these false prophets. Their imaginary dreams are are flagrant lies that lead my people into sin. I did not send or appoint them, and they have no message at all for my people. I, the Lord, have spoken." Suppose one of the people or one of the prophets or priests asks you, What prophecy has the Lord burdened you with now? You must reply, You are the burden. The Lord says he will abandon you. 
If any prophet, priest, or anyone else says, I have a prophecy from the Lord, I will punish that person along with his entire family. You should keep asking each other, what is the Lord's answer? What is the Lord saying? But stop using the phrase, prophecy from the Lord. For people are using it to give authority to their own ideas, turning upside down the words of our God, the living God, the Lord of heaven's armies. This is what you should say to the prophets. What is the Lord's answer? Or what is the Lord saying? But suppose they respond, this is a prophecy from the Lord. Then you should say, this is what the Lord says. Because you have used this phrase, prophecy from the Lord, even though I warned you not to use it, I will forget you completely. I will expel you from my presence along with this city that I gave to you and your ancestors. And I will make you an object of ridicule and your name will be infamous throughout the ages. After King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon exiled Jehoiakim, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, to Babylon, along with the officials of Judah and all the craftsmen and artisans, the Lord gave me this vision. I saw two baskets of figs placed in the front of the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. One basket was filled with fresh, ripe figs, while the other was filled with bad figs that were too rotten to eat. Then the Lord said to me, What do you see, Jeremiah? I replied, figs, some very good and some very bad, too rotten to eat. And the Lord gave me this message. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The good figs represent the exiles I sent from Judah to the land of the Babylonians. I will watch over and care for them, and I will bring them back here again. I will build them up and not tear them down. I will plant them and not uproot them. I will give them hearts that recognize me as the Lord. They will be my people, and I will be their God. For they will return to me wholeheartedly. But the the bad figs, the Lord said, represent King Zedekiah of Judah, his officials and all the people left in Jerusalem and those who live in Egypt. I will treat them like bad figs, too rotten to eat. I will make them an object of horror and a symbol of evil to every nation on earth. They will be disgraced and mocked, taunted and cursed, wherever I scatter them. And I will send war, famine, and disease until they have vanished from the land of Israel, which I gave to them and their ancestors. This message for all the people of Judah came to Jeremiah from the Lord during the fourth year of Jehoiakim's reign over Judah. This was the year when King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon began his reign. Jeremiah the prophet said to all the people in Judah and Jerusalem, For the past 23 years, from the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, son of Ammon, king of Judah, until now, the Lord has been giving me his messages. I have faithfully passed them on to you, but you have not listened. 
again and again, the Lord sent you servants, his servants, the prophets, but you have not listened or even paid attention. Each time the message was this, turn from the evil road that you are traveling and from the evil things that you are doing. Only then will I let you live in this land that the Lord gave to you and your ancestors forever. Do not provoke my anger by worshiping idols you made with your own hands. Then I will not harm you. But you would not listen to me, says the Lord. You made me furious by worshiping idols you made with your own hands, bringing on yourselves all the disasters you now suffer. And now the Lord of heaven's army says, because you have not listened to me, I will gather together all the armies of the north under King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, whom I have appointed as my deputy. I will bring them all against this land and its people and against the surrounding nations. I will completely destroy you and make you an object of horror and contempt and ruin forever. I will take away your happy singing and laughter. The joyful voices of bridegrooms and brides will no longer be heard. Your millstones will fall silent. and The lights in your homes will go out. This entire land will become a desolate wasteland. Israel and her neighboring lands will serve the king of Babylon for 70 years. Then after the 70 years of captivity are over, I will punish the king of Babylon and his people for their sins, says the Lord. I will make the country of the Babylonians a wasteland forever. I will bring them all the terrors I have promised in this book, all the penalties announced by Jeremiah against the nations. Many nations and great kings will enslave the Babylonians just as they enslaved my people. I will punish them in proportion to the suffering they cause my people. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, said to me, Take from my hand this cup filled to the brim with my anger. And make make all the nations to whom I send you drink from it. When they drink from it, they will stagger, crazed by the warfare I send against them. So I took the cup of anger from the Lord and made all the nations drink from it, every nation to which the Lord sent me. I went to Jerusalem and the other towns of Judah, and their kings and officials drank from the cup. From that day until this, they have been a desolate ruin, an object of horror, contempt, and cursing. I gave the cup to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, his attendants, his officials, and all his people, along with all the foreigners living in that land. I also gave it to all the kings of the land of Uz and the kings of the Philistine cities of Ashkelon, Gaza, Ekron, and what remains of Ashdod. Then I gave the cup to the nations of Edom, Moab, Amnon, the kings of Tyre and Sidon, and the kings of the regions across the sea. I gave it to Dedan, Tima, and Buzz, and to the people who live in distant places. I gave it to the kings of Arabia, the kings of the nomadic tribes of the desert, 
and to the kings of Zimri, Elam, and Media. I gave it to the kings of the northern countries far and near, one after another, all the kingdoms of the world. And finally, the king of Babylon himself drank from the cup of the Lord's anger. Then the Lord said to me, Now tell me, this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, Drink from this cup of my anger, get drunk and vomit, fall to, ri- fall to rise no more, for I am sending terrible wars against you. And if they refuse to accept the cup, tell them, The Lord of heaven's army says, You have no choice but to drink from it. I have begun to punish Jerusalem, the city that bears my name. Now, should I let you go unpunished? No, you will not escape disaster. I will call for war against all the nations of the earth. I, the Lord of heaven's armies, have spoken. Now prophesy all these things and say to them, The Lord will roar against his own land from his holy dwelling in heaven. He will shout like those who tread grapes. He will shout against everyone on earth. His cry of judgment will reach the ends of the earth. For the Lord will bring his case against all the nations. He will judge all the people of the earth, slaughtering the wicked with the sword. I, the Lord, have spoken. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Look, disaster will fall upon nation after nation. A great whirlwind of fury is rising from the most distant corners of the earth. In that day, those the Lord has slaughtered would fill the earth from one end to the other. No one will mourn for them or gather up their bodies to bury them. They will be scattered on the ground like manure. Weep and moan, you evil shepherds. Roll in the dust, you leaders of the flock. The time of your slaughter has arrived. You will fall and shatter like a fragile vase. You will find no place to hide. There will be no way to escape. Listen to the frantic cries of the shepherds. The leaders of the flock are wailing in despair. For the Lord is ruining their pasture lands. Peaceful meadows will be turned into a wasteland by the Lord's fierce anger. He has left his den like a strong lion seeking its prey. And their their land will be made desolate by the sword of the enemy and the Lord's fierce anger. Once again, we see these very discouraging words for the people. Words from Jeremiah that are are telling them of the judgment that is to come. And while the, the king of Judah was certainly evil and the people were evil, there is one source that Jeremiah's prophecies are coming against. And those are the the prophets and those who are supposed to be ones speaking for the Lord. In reality, the Lord says, they encourage those who are doing evil so that no one turns away from their sins. These prophets are as wicked as the people of Sodom and Gomorrah once were. The problem is that the message of folks that are supposed to be speaking for the Lord were only speaking for themselves. 
Certainly we see that today. Unfortunately, there are those who call themselves preachers, ministers, Let's say that they are speaking for the Lord, but the reality is that their message just asks people to continue in their sin. There's no correction. And the reality is, in God's Word, we see that His Word brings correction. It brings reproof. It challenges us to do something different. It doesn't mean that every sermon that is preached or every lesson that is given is going to be one that is going to be correcting. But there does need to be those times when sin is called out so that correction can take place. We need to be very wise of those that we are listening to. We need to make sure that their message is truly coming from the Lord and from his word. Not everyone who says, I have a message from God, can be trusted. It must always be put upon the test of, does it match up to God's word? If it does, then we can listen. If it does not, it must be thrown away. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.